This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's the Tropical Chevrolet Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show on AM560 Sports WQAM, FM99.9 HD2, and streaming on the Odyssey app. Sponsored by Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers are top priority. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet. Here's Zach and the Nose. All right, folks, guess what? It's week three of the NFL season. That means it's week three of the fantasy football season and we are going to get you all ready to go by the way here for the nfl week three uh thursday night football tonight that quarterback matchup you've all been waiting for mitch trubitsky and jacoby Brissett. yep i was letting that go for a second with dead air because that's exactly what it should get tonight it is football we talked about it this morning on the joe rose show and we did talk about the fact that it doesn't matter it's football people are going to watch it and it's true but When you talk about the fantasy quarterback implications, there is none tonight. Now, listen, this is Zach and the Nose brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. The Nose having massive technical difficulties and all kinds of craziness going on. So we have given him the night off. We're only going to be on for an hour tonight. And then at 8 o'clock tonight, you're going to get the pregame show. And then Thursday Night Football here on 560 QAM. But there's always a third voice on the show. It's always our boy Danny Garcia who's there. Our uh, station, uh, not station, our show DJ and uh, our show producer, as I like to call him. He gets all the stuff in the background going on, and he will be chiming in with us tonight uh, on just about everything that is going on. We have all the Nose's notes. I stole all the notes from the Nose, and for some odd reason, his wife's phone is able to pick up our text machine tonight. So if you have texts, you can send them in, and what's going to end up happening is I'm probably going to get a text from Nose's wife with the answer. Garcia, how about that? Technology at its finest. Oh, I love it. I mean, come on. Right. Mama Nose will be texting me the Nose's answers to your text tonight. I see they're already coming in yeah, see, this, a little know, bit. Because this is a family show, Zach. And it's all Correct. about family here. we got to be Correct. Honest. Listen, I do the show with my son about five feet away from me uh, with a door in between. And right before the show started, and I mean right before the show started, he decided at that point that's when he was going to take a massive poop and I had to change a diaper one minute before we went on the air. So I am ready to go and be by myself with just Garcia here for the next hour. The text machine is wide open. Like I said, the nose will see your text and the nose will send me answers to your text. So we will take them all show long. We have all the noses notes. So we'll go over everything. We're going to do our regular stuff tonight. Only one thing we're not going to do tonight Yes or no's. I can't do yes or no's without the nose, and that's no nothing against Danny Garcia, our, our buddy in the back. That is a special segment that we dedicate to the nose. Everything else, Garcia will be here with me for for the next hour and with you. So, like I said, 305-567-0560, that is the text machine. We're going to talk a little bit about what happened last week. We always do observations from the week that was. Like I said, we'll do the sniff test. We have the nose pick of the week, the tight end pick of the week. We have everything here 
um, for this hour-long edition of Zach and the Nose. And Garcia, I think there's only one place that we could start when it comes to the week that was. Wait a minute. I, 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 think, I think I can set you up for this. Oh, even better. I mean, come on. Any kind of production value to the show we take uh, very seriously around here. Uh, I will let Garcia get us ready. That is right. Miami has the Dolphins. They might be the greatest football team. They might have the greatest quarterback of all time. All right, maybe I'm going a little crazy. But that's the case. How about the game between the Dolphins and Ravens? Forget about the actual comeback and the Dolphin win. The stats that came out of that game. If you were one of those people, and what do you mean those people? Yeah, if you were one of those people that somehow started Tua in your league, if you're in a two-quarterback league or if you're in a one-quarterback league and you just thought, this is the week I'm going to start Tua, you're a damn genius. 469 yards and six touchdowns, Garcia. That's my favorite new number now, 469, dude. That's right, right. I mean, this guy, depending on what your bonus points are like, probably got you close to 50 points in all leagues. Simply amazing and simply fantastic. And guess what? He threw 469 yards and six touchdowns. There were two wide receivers on this team that were incredible. If you had Tyreek Hill as one of your first picks, you know, second round, third round, whatever it was, maybe even fourth round, depending on your league, you got it there. Jalen Waddle, you got it there too. These two guys had the games of their lives. I don't even know how other to explain. Tyreek's had games like this before, so that's one thing. But holy moly, the two of them combined and the numbers they put up last week were absolutely amazing. And again, maybe you had that Tua combination with Tyreek. Maybe you had that Waddle combination with Tyreek, with uh, Tua. Regardless, we're talking about Tyreek Hill at 11 catches for a buck 90 and two touchdowns. Had two long touchdowns. If you have bonus points, you got them. Jalen Waddle, 11 for 171. Two touchdowns. He had a 59-yard bomb. And how about this? Garcia, for the first time this season, only two games in, but through preseason also, we had a Mike Ronsecki sighting. Oh. Four catches, 41 yards, and a touchdown, and maybe the best throw of the day by Tua. That end zone, that 14-yard touchdown pass to the end zone. So, yeah, you got it. And on the other side, by the way, Garcia, how about this? Before I even let you go, how about the other side? Lamar Jackson. They lost the game to an epic comeback by the Miami Dolphins. But Lamar Jackson threw for 318, had three touchdowns, and then ran it for a buck 19 and a touchdown, including a 79-yard run. My goodness, the numbers were all over the place. But what a game, what a fantasy game for people out there. Hopefully you started one or two or three of these guys. Um, and in that case, I hope you won also. Well, I'm two and zero. I'm two and zero in my CBS league, and I was playing against Lamar Jackson, but I got the nullification on Lamar Jackson because I got J Dubs, baby. Wow, there it is. So I mean, I'm telling you right there, that was an incredible start to a fantasy week I mean, for your team out there. I just want to put this out there, Zach, because you know, I, I, I've just, this has been my feeling on the on the game all week. I have been waiting 30 years 
to see a game like that for the Dolphins again, where it was just deep passes, right. you know, fantasy relevance. Like I think I think Duper was quoted a couple of weeks ago saying, "Oh, you know, I'm not willing to call these guys as good as me and Clayton until I see right. it." Well, you know, Dupe, I love you, bro. You know, you, you just kind of saw it there, bro. I mean, listen, if they could continue, I'm not saying put up these exact numbers every week, but if there's somehow some way chances for these guys to put up numbers like that we could finally put them in that category i am not going to anoint them the next marks brothers yet but let me tell you that second game of the season it's getting them on their way down there hell of an opening that, statement right that is incredible now listen we are only two weeks in to the fantasy football season so like garcia's teams hopefully your team is two and oh and maybe it's one and one and hopefully not the dreadful oh and two like i am in one of my leagues because we don't get crazy yet. We don't panic. Like Nose always says, you don't panic yet. We get to week four, week five, and your team is one and four, oh and five. Listen, you're in a little bit of panic mode. You have to make a couple changes. That's fine. But Nose always reminds me of the year that he won his big league and he started off oh and five, got to the Super Bowl and won. So it's never over. It's not over for you yet, especially two weeks in. Don't don't go crazy yet. Don't go crazy yet. So let's talk about a little bit more of some of the star players from last week. We talked about two. We talked about Lamar. Jalen Hurts, once again, the nose pick of the year from last year, is looking like he could be another fantasy MVP for a team this year. 333 yards, a touchdown. That's in the air. 57 rushing yards and two teeters on the ground. I mean, styling and profiling and has weapons all around him there in Philly. Right. If you have Hurts on your team, you kept him on your team, or you picked him up again this year, one quarterback or two quarterback league, holy moly. He has been playing out of his mind so far this season. And by the way, the nose pick of the year this year, Cortland Sutton, Mr. Night Court himself. How about he's in the top eight so far in overall yards? He's getting targeted a ton. That's right. This past Sunday, seven catches for a buck 22. Not bad. Got to get in the end zone. But how about 19.2 points in a PPR league? That's impressive for not getting in the end zone. He starts getting in the, in the end zone here and there. My man's going to be a top seven, probably top five wide receiver at the end of the year. But listen, the stars are playing like stars so far. And the NFL is really flexing their muscles. Really big so far this season. But Cortland Sutton, the nose pick of the year this year so far, through two games, not so bad, especially last week. Top eight, that's exactly what you want from there. Otherwise, running back-wise... You're going to see Nick Chubb tonight. This guy had over 100 yards and three touchdowns. And listen, no Kareem Hunt, but Chubb all with the touchdowns. Listen, he, this is one of a topic that we'll go over. Maybe not even tonight. Maybe we'll go over it next week also. The two running back systems for a lot of these teams. Nick Chubb's the number one guy there. If you have Nick Chubb, there's never a chance where you ask if you're going to start him or not. You're starting him every week. And A.A. Ron Jones, who, by the way, another former nose pick of the year from a couple years back, 132 yards and one touchdown on the ground, three for 38 in the air and a touchdown. Unbelievable. So these guys are really putting up numbers. Steph Diggs, Dolphins are going to see him on Sunday. Another guy who put up about 40 or 45 points in fantasy football for you this week. And a finalist for Nose Pick of the Year. Nose told me I had to mention this. Amon Ross St. Brown. Another huge game from him as well. Impressive. Like, if you have a couple of these guys on your team, your team probably is 2-0 or 1-1, and and, uh, they're really showing off for you at this point. Tight ends, by the way, Mark Andrews, nine catches for 104 yards and a touchdown, 
and the nose tight end pick of the week. How about Tyler Higby? Didn't get in the end zone. We got to seven catches for 71 yards. If you had to start him out of nowhere, you got about 14.1 points out of him as well. And it's impressive what happened there. This is something that rarely happens on the show when we talk about defenses, but Nose said, I have to get this in. We rarely mention defenses here. When someone asks a defensive question on the text machine, we kind of laugh. We answer it, but we laugh. If you had the Tampa Bay defense last week, between touchdowns, multiple interceptions, fumbles, sacks, you got about 25, 27 points at minimum, depending on what your league scoring system is. That is unbelievable from a defense. If you're getting that many points from a defense, you are doing the right things there. So that's kind of the week that was. Now we get to move on to week three of the NFL season, which starts, by the way, tonight with the Browns and the Steelers. We'll do a little preview of that. That is coming up in this next segment. We'll do a little bit more observations. And of course, your text messages are in and Mama Knows has been texting me for the last four minutes with answers. We're going to answer all your text messages when we come back. We're going to do some observations. We still have all of our normal stuff that we're going to do here outside of yes or no's. We're going to get to the sniff test. We're going to get to the tight end pick of the week. We're going to get to the nose pick of the week. All that's coming up here before we get out of here at 7 o'clock tonight. Garcia, let's take a break. We'll come back. Your text messages, 305-567-0560, right after this. Follow my nose. It always knows. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to the Tropical Chevrolet Fantasy Football Show with Zach in the Nose on AM560 and FM96.5 HD2, The Joe, WQAM. All right, Zach in the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Back here for segment number two. We're on until 7 o'clock tonight. One hour abbreviated show. But your text messages, we're going to get to all of them. 305-567-0560. Check in my phone right now as I can answer a lot of these from you. From the nose, he is going to be answering your text. You're not going to hear him. Garcia's here tonight with me. Uh, but you're not going to hear the nose, but you're going to get the information for the nose. So that's a good thing as well. Uh, so let's start off. It says PPR pick two, Antonio Gibson, Michael Pittman Jr. or Cortland Sutton. Nose says easy for me, Cortland Sutton and Zach's guy, Antonio Gibson. I didn't think that he'd pick Antonio Gibson there, but Michael Pittman Jr. This is another guy who's just kind of, you know, 
off kilter a little bit because that Colts team is just off kilter a little bit. So hopefully they get back on track uh, this week. The Colts need to at this point. They're just playing like crap. Oh my God, they're the, they're the ugliest team in football. I mean, right. I saw I saw a really great I saw a really great story on like NFL Live the other day where they were calling them the catfish team of the NFL because they've reeled oh. you in. And they they just got nothing, man. Yeah, Colts are really bad this year so far. Oh one and one. But I'll tell you what about your season. buddy about your buddy Gibson. Uh, I, I call him Booby Gibson, even though I know he's not Booby right, Gibson. Right, of course, <laughs> but. Um, he, you know, it's actually funny that this is the year before he kind of had a kind of a letdown year because like, right. he's losing a lot of touches to J.D. McKissick, but it's good to see that he's finally getting the full run there this year, man. Right, right, right. No, it, it's 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 nice just to see Antonio. Listen, he's there because Brian Robinson got shot. You know, like it's not like he beat someone out. Like literally, someone had to get shot for him to get in there, which is an incredible story by itself. I'm glad Brian Robinson doing better uh, there. By the way, all right, who do I bench out of? Najee Harris, TJ Lockett, Jimmy Robinson, or the hyphen. One must be benched. Nose says you got to bench Lockett. Um, Nose has been all over that Seattle Dolphins and how bad it is. Pittman, you probably are going to, I mean, not Pittman, uh, DK Metcalf, you're going to, uh, you're going to start in leagues because he's probably going to get the lion's share of touches there uh, when it comes to the passes. But Lockett's kind of like gone in the wind at this point. We hope he comes back a little bit because that one, two combination in Seattle over the years was unbelievable, and now all of a sudden, eh, Geno Smith is there. No one really counts them them in for being fantasy guys. We'll see how it goes there. Uh, C.D., Curtis Samuel, or Garrett Wilson? Nose says no Curtis Samuel. C.D. Lamb and Garrett Wilson. Nose is all over, by the way, this Dallas offense now a little bit because um, he thinks C.D.'s not going to – I thought C.D. was going to have a major drop-off when Dak was gone, but Cooper Rush – uh, he might be slinging in the ball. So I don't know what's going to end up happening there. Uh, but see, he says, uh, start CD, start Garrett Wilson, Samuel on the bench. Tua or Stafford? Nose just sent me a bunch of question marks here because this is a toss-up. The difference was, he said afterwards, Tua's playing against Buffalo. So you just put that in perspective. No, he does not think he's going to go for one of these 469-yard games again. And... The Rams are in Arizona. Could be some sort of shootout. Arizona doesn't play that great a defense. Could be a Stafford game where all of a sudden he comes back a little bit and uh, has a good game. So you never know. I think that that's a, a good play there, Matt Stafford. Uh, let's nose uh, dive right in. Good job there by the texter. PPR need one running back and two flex. Brandon Ayuk, Jimmy Robinson, Jimmy Connor, Michael Carter, Zeke, and Gage. Let's erupt the volcanoes. Very nice. The one running back, he says, Jimmy Robinson. Jimmy Robinson, also another guy that before the season you thought Travis Etienne was going to get a bulk of those carries. He's getting some of the catches, but Jimmy Robinson playing really well. Um, So we'll see, but it looks like Jimmy Robinson is his one uh, running back there. He says two flexes also. Uh, Brandon Ayuk is one of those guys. And Michael Carter, how about that? Michael Carter, another guy that Brees Hall I thought was going to get all the carries there in New York. Michael Carter catching balls out of the backfield as well. I don't trust anyone on the Jets ever, but in this case, huh, you got to kind of do it there. Uh, here we go. I have Kyler Murray and Kirk Cousins playing against Justin Jefferson. What's your opinion on playing a quarterback against their wide receiver? Passing touchdowns are worth six. I got you there. Uh, Arizona playing against the Rams. And let's see, Minnesota. Where's Minnesota this week? Minnesota is playing against Detroit. Detroit's got a pretty good defense there. Uh, let's see what the nose says. The nose kind of says it's okay to play the quarterback against the wide receiver, but he would go with Kyler Murray here over Cousins. Right. Cobra Kyler. He's going for that. 
interesting because I think Nose sees the same thing as we all do. That's probably going to be a little bit of a shootout there, Arizona and L.A. And if that's the case, you know Kyler Murray's going to be running around all over the place. So in that case, I would start Kyler Murray, Nose says. Interesting one there. I love when you play that music, by the way. Cobra Kyler. It's amazing. Oh, God. 305-567-0560. Which three wide receivers should I start? Brandon Ayuk, Jerry Judy, Dotson, Gage, Alave, and Robbie Anderson. Well, Judy, I think, missed another day of practice. I would just kind of watch him uh, because no said Judy would be a starter if he is going to play. Ayuk, he says, is a definite. He says, no Dotson. Gage, kind of see if he's going to be full go this week. Nose loves Alave, by the way. I think he said Alave, Robbie Anderson, and Brandon Ayuk, depending on Judy's status and Gage's status, doesn't like Dotson this week uh, in that cat- in that category, so don't worry. Should I panic with Derrick Henry? No, not yet. I think we talked about this this morning, uh, me and the Leaf Chief right there. Uh, no, you can't panic on Derrick Henry yet because he's still Derrick Henry. He's still a guy who, at any given time, they're playing Vegas this week. Both teams are 0-2, so there's going to be some desperation in that game. Uh, Derrick Henry's still a guy that has a bad game and the next game comes back and runs for a buck 60 with three touchdowns. Derrick Henry's a first-round pick. You're not really sitting a first-round pick here uh, unless he just hurt or you don't trust him anymore. So I would stay with Derrick Henry there and not panic. Well, the first uh, game of his was 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 fine. He just didn't get into the right. end zone. He still put up you know, pretty good yards. You know, in the second game, you got to kind of write that off, dude. That's Buffalo, and you know Buffalo's gonna Buffalo's gonna throw everything off your game, especially right. especially when you're when you're when they're the Titans and you're having a, and, you're, and your best receiver is Robert Woods. You know, right? Yeah, Bobby Bobby Trees as uh, as Nose likes to call them, Bobby Trees. Uh, Kirk Cousins or Russell Wilson? He says Russell Wilson uh, go there also. Now now listen, I say that, but. Every week on the show, you know the nose loves Kirk Cousins. He loves that Minnesota offense, but they are struggling a little bit in the run game. And if they double team, start double teaming Jefferson, uh, I don't know if Adam Thielen could hold that offense up or not. So we'll, we'll see what happens with Minnesota. Don't panic with Minnesota either. If you have any of those Minnesota guys, Dalvin Cook or Jefferson or even Thielen as your, your third wide receiver or flex, it's okay to start those guys. But in this case, Cousins or Wilson, he says go with Wilson there. Uh, hey, guys, it's Cabbage Roll Polly. Cabbage Roll Polly, good evening. You guys like magic. Let me know. Cooper Cup or CeeDee Lamb. No says it's a good problem to have if you have Cooper Cup or CeeDee Lamb, but you're not putting Cooper Cup on a bench anywhere, anytime, anywhere in the next year or so. It's not happening. Outside of an injury, Cooper Cup starting over anybody, basically, outside of the Jeffersons of the world. If you have Jefferson and Cooper Cup, then I don't know how you got that. But if you have Cooper Cup, you're starting Cooper Cup at that point. Uh, flex spot, J.D. McKissick, Chase Edmonds, Isaiah McKenzie, and the wide receiver spot, Jacoby Myers or Devonta Smith says thank you at that point. In the flex spot, Isaiah McKenzie could be a good start this week. Xavier Howard looks like he is going to play and be on Steph Diggs. Gabe Davis, I believe, will play. But Isaiah McKenzie is a little bit of a dolphin killer. So, uh, yeah, I, I he says go with Isaiah McKenzie or McKissick, depending on McK- uh, the, the status there. But I would stick with Isaiah McKenzie. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride with nose there. And the wide receiver spot, Devontae Smith. Jacoby Myers, you know, who's throwing the ball to hit Mac Jones. And you just can't really trust Mac Jones in that New England offense right now. Basically, word for word from the nose there. PPR need to. Bateman, Williams, Allen Robinson, or Josh Jacobs, and then Herbert or Burrow. He started with Herbert or Burrow and said, if you have Herbert or Burrow on your team, in a week or two, you should be trading one of those guys off your team, uh, waiting for the bye week or whatnot, and see what happens. Um, Cincinnati... 
is, let me give you that, where they're playing also. They're playing at the Jets this week. Cincinnati 0-2 looks like they need a desperate win here as well. And then the Chargers, uh, let's see where the Chargers are. They're in Jacksonville. Uh, so those are two matchups there. Nose likes Herbert there and not Burrow. And I think just because of the fact that it's Jacksonville there, Jacksonville's defense is, is not that great. They're not they're not world beaters and they're not bottom. Of, they're the kind of middle of the pack there. Uh, so that's fine. Uh, but yeah, he says go there. What was the other part of that question? Does, oh, Bateman, Williams, Allen Robinson, or Jacobs pick two. He said ride with Bateman and ride with Allen Robinson. He's, I'm telling you, the nose loves, I think, the Rams this week uh, and a little bit of a comeback with Matt Stafford and Allen Robinson, and you already know Cooper Cup's going to get his at that point as well. 305-567-0560 is a text machine. A lot of them are coming in right now, so let's just get through as many as we can, and then we'll wrap things up in that last segment with all of our normal stuff if we have to, but we want to get to all your text messages at this point. Juice from Dade, one of our favorites. What three wide receivers should I start? Uh, This might have been the one from earlier because it looks like the same wide receivers... Uh, it is the same one from earlier. Yeah, so Juice, you put your name on this one, but we did give you the answer earlier. Uh, Flex spot, Dobbins, Jeff Wilson, or Garrett Wilson. And once again, how about this? Garrett Wilson. Not not a great game last week, but he did get in the end zone uh, for the Jets. But it looks like Garrett, Garrett Wilson is the number one target maybe for Flacco, at least until Zach Wilson comes back. Garrett Wilson's a pretty good start, I think, at this point here. Uh, Bateman or Samuel, he said go with Bateman. PPR tight end. Oki Wugabunanam or Gronk Secchi? No, says ride with Gronk Secchi. I, never, I didn't think we'd get to that point this year uh, because I just didn't know where Gronk Secchi fit in this offense. Uh, but there you go. Last week, four for 41 and a touchdown. And if those other two guys are a little caught up, the third best receiver on this Dolphins team is Mike Gronk Secchi. It's not one of the other wide receivers. Yeah, it's Gronk. I'm glad you're back, Gronk Secchi. We missed you. Uh, hey, gurus of the fantasy world, flex spot for PPL, uh, PPL, PPR. Curtis Samuel, or it looks like Mikhail uh, Hardman, uh, he says go with Samuel here. Samuel finally gets the nod in one of these text messages uh, at this point here. Need two running backs, Wilson, Sanders, Pierce, or Harris. He says here you go with Pierce and Wilson. Pierce, another guy that went high in a lot of drafts because Houston made them the number one running back. Um I hope he gets his touches and I hope he gets in the end zone. If he gets in that end zone once and only has 13 or 14 carries, then it's worth starting him. If he doesn't and he gets you 12 or 13 carries for 60 or 70 yards, I think it's going to be a little bit of a disappointment. I, I get it right there. Uh, here's a good text message also. Ezekiel Elliott has been a huge disappointment so far. What do I do with him? Is he worth starting as a flex? Will his numbers get better? I just got in the car, so sorry if you already addressed him. We have not addressed Ezekiel Elliott yet. But Nose is very, very down in Ezekiel Elliott. He actually likes Tony Pollard better as a start if, this week. If you recall, I asked him a couple of weeks ago. I asked him a couple of weeks ago on air. I was on or off air. I mean, is it is it about time that Tony Pollard is going to start being more right. fantasy relevant than Ezekiel Elliott? And I think that's bearing fruit, man. Yeah, I think it's going to end up happening where Tony Pollard is the guy now. Uh, I mean, listen, there's, Zeke's still going to get carries. He's making like $20 million a year. So it's not like he's just going to put him on the bench and forget about him. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Tony Pollard's going to get more catch the ball out of the backfield also. Uh, so there you go. If you have Tony Pollard as your kind of, you know, you're uh, on your bench somewhere, but you drafted Zeke also high. I might start Pollard over Zeke uh, this week. 
305-567-0560. Send more text messages. We will get them to the nose and get you some answers. We do have Thursday Night Football tonight. It's coming up at 8.15 tonight. Pre-game starts at 8 right here on 560 WQAM. little preview of what's going on here in this game tonight. Pittsburgh and the Browns. Uh, yeah, it's a rival game, but this is really, as Nose likes to call it, what is dirt and water make? It makes mud. Tonight, it's a muddy game. Uh, not a lot of great matchups in this game tonight, but we'll go over a couple. Uh, for Pittsburgh, if you're a Najee Harris owner, obviously you're starting the guy, uh, unless all of a sudden, I mean, we're not 90 minutes out yet, so it's getting close. Something happens with the inactive list. He was a little banged up. He hasn't really played well this year yet, but he still is a first-round pick, and you got to give him some chances. Kind of same thing with the Derrick Henry stuff. I know that he might not have been putting up great numbers for it yet, but you still got to get him up there. And Deontay Johnson for Pittsburgh, too. It's another guy you probably drafted decently high. You got to play him, even though Mitch Trubisky is throwing the ball around there. Kenny Pickett probably be throwing that ball around in a couple weeks. But until then, you got to just kind of ride with Trubisky as that quarterback, as, as scary as that sounds uh, for that. And Fearmuth, how about that tight end for Pittsburgh? He's become, a, as, as Nose likes to say, a very, very startable tight end and has to be considered if you own him, depending who your other tight end is uh, on your team. And for the Browns, Chubb and Hunt, of course, you're starting both guys. Uh, if you have them on your team, uh, Hunt's going to catch some balls and Chubb is going to run the ball and hopefully get in the end zone once or twice. Uh, Amari Cooper, the featured wide receiver for the Browns, Jacoby Brissett is throwing the ball around there. You got to start Cooper if you have him, but I know it's going to be one of those where you're biting your nails tonight. And Donovan Peoples uh, has also gotten some pretty quality time there. Uh, but Nose says Cooper is the only startable wide receiver for this Browns team at this point. Uh, he had a huge game last week. Can he do it again? That's the question. Can Brissett get him the ball? Um, and Why? I like this note. Well, I like this note at the end, uh, Garcia, for the game tonight. Why? Why is it a good one? Anyway, uh, <laughs> no quarterback start tonight. No, no, you're not starting Brissett. You're not starting Trubisky at that point. And he says if you have to start one of these defenses tonight, you start Pittsburgh's defense going against Jacoby Brissett at that point. Starting one of these quarterbacks tonight is like drinking a cup of coffee, expecting it to be hot, and finding it just extremely cold. It's right, very, it's right. very uncomfortable. You don't like it, and you, right. you just, you just gotta grit your teeth and get through it and swallow. Right, just get it over with, and please get me to the end of the conversation. And what kind of a point. terrible situation are you in, quarterback wise, where Jacoby Brissett and Mitch Tabriski? Right, I mean, like, how did, how does, how does that happen? You better be in a 25-team league. Like, seriously. Like or in like a, a dual-quarterback league or something. Right, a two-quarterback league, but you have 15 teams in the league where exactly. you have to literally start every quarterback every single week that's actually starting games. If you have Mitch Trubisky or Jacoby Brissett on your team, I'd like you to text in. I wish we could take pictures and text in your starting I, I, lineup. I might, because, start, I might start Taysom Hill. Right, at that point, it might be worth doing that uh, for that reason. I mean, it, that's just, whoo. That is a real mud performance there. All right, 305-567-0560. Let's see if there's any more in here. Uh, someone texted in. This is my boy from Leaf Chief. Uh, my kicker is averaging more points than Derrick Henry. I get it. I get it. And you probably have a really good kicker, by the way, too. Um, you still have to, I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to put Derrick Henry on the bench? Because you know the one week you put Derrick Henry on the bench, he goes for two and a quarter, two touchdowns, and probably has a 75-yard run in there. You know what? Like I hope can't. I hope those people put Derrick Henry on the bench because I have Derrick Henry and I want him right. to have that week. How about right. that? I mean, yeah. Ha- at that point, you just have to you got to ride with your guy and see what happens there. I understand your pain, sir. It's, you know, like I get it. 
Like, it's not even a question at this point. Uh, a couple more text messages before we take a break. We got the sniff test coming up. That's right. I'm actually going to do the sniff test for you here uh, coming up. And then the tight end pick of the week, the nose pick of the week. And we're going to be done here at 7 o'clock tonight. Nose having massive technical difficulties. And when I say that, it might just be the fact he doesn't know how to plug something in. Like, it's different with me and Garcia. We, you can give us, like, two wires. You know, we're like MacGyver. We could get it. We can get on the air at that point. This guy probably just has an on-off button, and he doesn't know what he's doing there. So we'll, we'll give him the night off at this point. But he did write up an entire show. We're stealing all of his notes for this one. Um, gentlemen, I have O.J. Howard or Mike Gronkowski. Need one for PPR. It's Mike Gronkowski. If he gets in the end zone and he gets you that same game as he did last week, you're going to be smiling and thanking me next week or thanking the nose next week at that point. Uh, Russell Wilson or Carson Wentz. God, I feel like this question is from about five years ago uh, at this point also. Uh, Carson Wentz actually putting up decent numbers. That's the crazy part. He actually is. Uh, and Russell Wilson is Russell Wilson. So De- they're on Sunday Night Football, San Francisco at Denver. I kind of like Russell Wilson here. Let me see what the nose thinks. The nose likes Russell Wilson also uh, at this point. Um, so, yeah, I-, I would go there. But Carson Wentz is not a bad start if you have him on your team. He is not a bad start at this point. Uh, love the show, boys. PPR, Russell, Wilson, or Garoppolo. Uh, I guess it's Russell Wilson or Garoppolo. It's Russell Wilson there also. Garoppolo, listen, who who thought he was going to play at all this year? And now all of a sudden he's going to be the start of the rest of the season. Um, interesting stuff going on there in San Francisco. San Francisco's got a good team and a good offense. But uh, no says still ride Russell Wilson out for as long as you can at that point. Let's take one or two more here before we take a break. Start three full PPR, CMC, double AA Ron Jones, Hunt, Henderson Jr., or Brandon Cooks. Okay, Nose answered this very quickly. He said, I mean, at that point, you're not putting McCaffrey on your bench. You're not putting AA Ron Jones on your bench. And Nose loves Henderson Jr. Cam Akers and Henderson Jr. I mean, if you drafted Cam Akers pretty high in your league, you got to be disappointed at this point because Henderson Jr. came in and he fits that offense, I think, a little better than Cam Akers when you watch those games. Uh, so Henderson Jr., obviously, double A, Aaron Jones, and uh, CMC start there. And uh, let's see what else we got here before we take a break. Do, 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 do. PPR, the hyphen or Patterson at running back. Okay, let's see what he says there. And Flex, Myers, or Curtis Samuel. He says, easy one there. Go with Curtis Samuel. He loves him. He doesn't like any of those New England guys. Um, I, you know, it, cause it's Mac Jones's offense there at that point. And he says Patterson instead of Hilaire, but it was a tough one there. Patterson is getting touches. He is getting catches. That offense there is really weird. Um, in Atlanta, really weird. Um, and that's another text that came in from Rudy in the pines, which I was going to get to Higby or Pitts. I would say two weeks ago, I would have laughed at you, Rudy and said Pitts. I mean, it's not even a question. I just don't know where he is in the offense right now. No says still ride with Pitts. But if Higby gets you the numbers he got you last week and gets you 14 or 15 points, that's tough to sit on your bench, man. Especially with Pitts not knowing exactly what he's going to get or what you're going to get out of him at that point. So, all right, keep rifling these in. Like I said, nose is answering through my phone. My phone is about to die. Let me plug that in during a break so you can get to the rest of your text messages. 305-567-0560. This is Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Our boy Garcia in for the nose tonight. We'll answer more of your text messages coming up. We got the sniff test, the tight end pick of the week, and of course, the nose pick of the week. Ooh, am I going to get that music for nose pick of the week, Garcia? Am I going to get that special music? Oh, you better believe that. I'm excited for that. All right, let's take a break. We'll wrap things up right after this. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Welcome back to the Tropical Chevrolet Fantasy Football Show with Zach in the Nose on AM560 and FM96.5 HD2, The Joe, WQAM. All right, Zach in the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. We're going to wrap things up here. Then we're going to take an hour off, and then we're going to get you all set up for Thursday Night Football tonight, Pittsburgh, and the Browns tonight in Thursday Night Football. Uh, We are going to finish off strong here. We still have a couple more things we have to do that we always do here. Um, and playing the role of nose will be me, and playing the role of me is going to be Danny Garcia. It's time for the sniff test. Garcia, I give the mic to you. Well, Zach, every week we ask, we, we ask ourselves what quarterbacks or what, what positions are going to go ahead and look good this week when we have to start off with the quarterbacks. So tell me, which quarterback passes <laughs> the sniff test? Well done by you there also, by the way. Quarterbacks that the nose loves for week three. We've answered this question a couple times so far in the text machine. Russell Wilson at home versus the 49ers on Sunday night football. Russell Wilson has a bunch of good receivers there. They have a good team out there and a good offense out there. Jerry Judy's still a little questionable, so we'll see what happens there with him. But Russell Wilson, one of those quarterbacks. And someone me and uh, Danny Garcia were just talking about during the break. Cooper Rush. Versus the Giants in a two-quarterback league on Monday Night Football. Cooper Rush, he loves him this week. A quarterback that passed the sniff test. Right, he loves Cooper Rush. The man that's going to replace Dak Prescott. Yeah, right. Uh, And Derek Carr, 0-2 at Tennessee in a must-win game. Derek Carr has a lot of weapons out there outside of Hunt for Renfro having butterfingers last week at the end of that game. Derek Carr, another quarterback that then knows loves for week three. All Let's right, go. so we move on to the running backs. So tell me, Zach, which running backs <laughs> passed that sniff test? I like kind of the role reversal here. It's nice. I like that. Running backs that passed the sniff test, Tony Pollard. That's right. We just talked about Zeke Elliott. The nose loves Tony Pollard against the Giants on Monday Night Football this week. Patterson versus the Seahawks. His notes here, not giving up on him after a marginal week two. He does like Patterson this week. We just talked about him earlier as well. Um, when we talked about the fact that Cordell Patterson is getting a lot of you know playtime. He has last year too. It's unbelievable. And another guy that we just were talking about, Damian Pierce, Houston Texans running back versus Chicago Bears. Last week, 15 rushes for 69 yards. He's progressing, but you got to get in the end zone. We got to get Pierce in the end zone. Those are the three running backs that knows likes for week three. Well, let me ask you this then, Zach. Let's talk about the men on the outside, the guys who make the big plays. Tell me which wide receivers pass. 
the sniff test. Oh, that was a good one there. Chris Olave from New Orleans. His notes say call it a hunch, but I think he's going to get a big touchdown at Carolina there. So let's see if James Winston can get him the ball for a deep touchdown there. Devontae Smith, he's playing Washington this week. It's a division game. Knows thinks his first touchdown's coming this week as well. Last couple weeks, Jalen Hurts been the entire offense. Now going to get Devontae Smith in the end zone this week versus Washington. And the last wide receiver to pass the sniff test, T. Higgins. Listen to this, Garcia. Nose likes him for 100-plus yards and a touchdown. Woo! That's what the nose is smelling this week. Jamar Chase going to probably be double-team, triple-team, quadruple-team. T. Higgins, ready, set, go for a big week this week. Those are your three running uh, wide receivers that pass the sniff test. So they're putting the mascot on, Jam- so the mascot on Jamar Chase is what it's doing. Right, is. that's <laughs> it, right, right. <laughs> all right, well, all of a sudden, it started, it, started get, it started smelling really bad in here. Like Al Bundy just took off his feet. Took off his shoes in here. Oh my gosh! I mean, what are these quarterbacks? They're failing. Oh, sniff test. Uh, this is interesting ones here because these are names that I just can't believe I'm saying. Uh, it's two quarterbacks going against each other. They're the two oldest quarterbacks I believe in the league. The first two quarterbacks that failed the sniff test for week three: Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady what? What? playing against each other this week. In a matchup that a couple years ago would be the highlighted matchup of the week. It still might be Green Bay and Tampa Bay this week. Nose says, stay away from both guys if you can. Obviously, uh, if you have a two-quarterback system and you got to play one of those guys, that's fine. Or if you're an idiot like me and you're playing in a super flex league, my two quarterbacks are Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. I'm starting both guys, and both guys have failed the sniff test this week. Not feeling very good about either one right now after seeing that. And the third quarterback that fails the sniff test, we did talk about him as well a little bit earlier, Carson Wentz versus the Eagles in that Eagles defense. Let's see if Scary Terry or someone could get off there, but he does not like Carson Wentz there. And those are your three quarterbacks that failed the sniff test. Oof, man, I'm telling you, I'm getting sick to my stomach, and your smells so terrible. Who are these running backs that fail the... Oh, man, that's the best. Uh, well, Zeke versus the Giants. That's right. He does not like Ezekiel Elliott. He's got a great matchup. Doesn't care. That's what the noses don't say. Great matchup. I don't care. Can't start Zeke. Any Ravens running back, including Drake Dobbins, doesn't matter. You're not starting any of those guys either. It's Lamar or nothing in the running back there. And how about this? Take it home. Chase Edmonds at home versus the Bills. And his notes are, you see what the Bills did to Derrick Henry. Yeah, Chase Edmonds, not a good start this week versus those Buffalo Bills for your Miami Dolphins. Those are the three running backs that fail the sniff test. All right, man, I'm, I'm going to pass out. Who are the receivers that fail? <laughs> oh, the sniff test. Uh, Nose has got one single and then a team of wide receivers, which I love when he does that. Pickens versus the Browns tonight. Do not start Pickens. Uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers tonight. I know he's been a good pickup or one of those shining stars in in preseason. Can't start him tonight. And it's been an ongoing theme here so far in the text machine. No Pats wide receivers, including Nelly Aguilar. Nobody starts wide receiver-wise for that New England team at this point. So George Pickens and the Pats receivers do not start him this week. That is the sniff test for week three of the NFL. Garcia, well done in that role reversal. You did good. Thank you, sir. I, I humbly passed the baton back to you. Right. You did very good there. Uh, okay. So we got to get to this because we only have a couple minutes left. We have the nose tight end pick of the week. So we'll get to that right now. 
10 targets last week, six catches for 71 yards. Gerald Ever is your nose pick of the, the tight end pick of the week this week. Listen, tight ends have not been great this year. You know, you might have had it, unless you have a Kelsey. Outside of that, which, Mark, Andrew, if you don't have Kelsey or Andrews and you have a Waller or one of these other guys or even Kittle, it's not looking good. So tight ends at this point, you get a guy that gets you 12, 13, 14 points. We talked about Higby earlier. It's it's time to give those guys some, some play and not worry about these top, top tier tight ends unless you have one of the one of the great ones. But Gerald Dever, 10 targets last week, six for 71 yards. He's getting the looks. That's the nose pick of the tight end of the week. So there you go. And I guess, Garcia, I guess play some more music for me because it's the end of the show. We got to get to the nose pick of the week. And I'm giving it out this week. I'm very excited for that. So, Garcia, when I hear the music, I'll be ready for you. I love the music, by the way. Love, 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 love the music. Well, the nose pick of the week. This guy's on the road. This guy's playing in Denver. He's also the one name that I love to scream out on the show. I didn't tell Garcia about it because he knows what to play here, what to do. But Brandon, I, you, the nose pick of the week. And the reason why, he's got his quarterback back. That's right, Jimmy G loves Brandon Ayuk. He's got that rapport with this guy. Jimmy G is back. Brandon Ayuk is back. Sunday night football. Brandon Ayuk, the nose pick of the week for week three of the NFL season. Wow. Garcia, we did it. Our show tonight, nose with the technical difficulties. We got as many of the text messages as we could. We love it at this point. If you have more questions, by the way, and you are on Twitter, you can tweet at the nose, at Spencer Nose, N-O-S-E. That'll do it for us. We'll be back next week. We'll put out on social media exactly what time and day we're on next week. There's a lot going on. I believe we're going to be on maybe Tuesday night next week because the Dolphins have Thursday night football. So we might be on a little earlier next week. For Danny Garcia, for the Nose, I am Zach Krantz. This is Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Best of luck this week in fantasy football, unless you're playing me, and I hope you score a ton of points for your team, unless you're playing me. That'll do it for us. Catch me in the morning on the Joe Rose Show with Zach Krantz. Like I said, for Garcia, the Nose, and myself, we'll speak to you next week and have an awesome football weekend. Thursday night football tonight, Pittsburgh and the Browns coming up in about an hour. Hey guys, Danny G, the producer for the Zach and the Nose show. You know, Nose couldn't make it in this week, so me and Zach filled in as best we could, but we did have a recorded segment that we want to play for you here, just for everybody tuning in on the podcast. So a little bit of bonus Zach and the Nose here for week three of the NFL season. It's the Tropical Chevrolet Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show on AM560 Sports WQAM, FM99.9 HD2, and streaming on the Odyssey app. Sponsored by Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers are top priority. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet. Here's Zach and the Nose. All right, folks, week three of the NFL 
means week three of Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show. That's right, folks. We are here. We are ready to go for week three of the fantasy football season, the NFL season as well. So we're not going to take away from that. We got a lot going on here uh, tonight. We also have, by the way, Pittsburgh and Cleveland that's coming up after us tonight. A little bit of a stinky game, but there's some fantasy implications in that. There's fantasy implications on everything we do here. So, anyways, it's Zach and the Nose, which means at that point, it's not just me. It's my partner in crime, as always. He is the Nose. You could follow him on Twitter at Spencer Nose, N O S E. Nosey, welcome to week three of the NFL season. It's been a hell of a start, hasn't it been, Zach? I mean, what a week two. The NFL, my friends, are flexing their muscles in ways that many, <laughs> I'm not going to say many, every other sport out there wishes that they could do. The NFL product is beautiful. And we are here for all of the fantasy greatness because last week, my God, just alone, just alone in the one big game that we're going to obviously talk about quite a bit, your Miami Dolphins for the first time in I don't know how long, Zach, you might need to help me on this, where they are fantasy relevant in ways that we have never seen before. You're, I'm watching you rack your brain right well, now. Well, I'll stop you here because we've been doing this live for about five years here on the air on WQAM and we were doing the podcast before that for at least three or four years. So let's just say let's say, let's say, what would we say? It was year eight or year nine at this point. We've been doing this forever and I ask you every single week basically before this season about dolphin fantasy implications and literally in all that time I think we came up with the fact that Miles Gaskin was a throw-in, like, flex if you need to at one point last season. Mike Gronkowski was a, okay, maybe you need to start him this week. There has never been a time where we have walked into here and done this show. Whether it's from the house, the studio, the beach, it doesn't matter where we're doing the show at that point. Where you have come in with our notes and your notes that you write down every week and have major fantasy implications around this Miami Dolphins team. It is the first time in all the years we've been doing Zach in the Nose that that's where we're at. And guess what? That's where we're at. Yeah, and we're a local show, right? We are proud local show. And look, of course, fantasy is every single team in the NFL, but it is very nice to have the weapons now to discuss Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell, and of course, Tua. It is exciting because I just went through my brain as you were yapping over there about the last really significant, relevant fantasy player. Who do you have? Because I know who I'm going to say, and it is a long time ago. The last fantasy player. You're talking Dolphin-wise? That's correct. We're talking Dolphins. Who's the best last really significant player that okay. was a must-start week in and week out. I, I know. I know that there is, I think there's only one answer to that. It's Ricky Williams. That is correct. Right, that's, okay. Basically, that's it, right? Right. I, I liked Chris Chambers at one point, okay. but he was a more sure. of a wide receiver three right. in fantasy. Right. Ricky Williams, I don't know. You would know more than me. How many years has it been since Ricky Williams is in on the Miami Dolphins? It, it's been a long time. A long time. Yeah, it's been a long right. time. Before we started doing this. Yeah, so, so if we're in year eight or year nine, it was basically before that. Right. right. And, and literally, since Ricky Williams, we have had nobody, in my opinion, overall to talk about where we are excited to watch with a fantasy implication. So well, we did have a couple weeks of Jay Ajayi a couple years ago. Jay Ajayi a couple years back. I'm thinking, because now you got me brainstorming like crazy of there's got to be something. Jay Ajayi had like a six or seven week span five years ago, four years ago, whatever it was, when Adam Gase, I think, was here. 
and he was the best running back in the league for like two weeks. You are literally spelling my point for me. Like you're saying exactly. There's been nobody. Nobody. Right. So this is really exciting, Zach. We're going to jump into all of that. Uh, the Miami Dolphins in a few, but it is just what a game with having Lamar Jackson streaking down 75 oh. yards. You think this is all over, and then all of a sudden, that coach, I call him SN, Shanahan's nerd, is absolutely on fire right now. I think Miami finally has himself a coach that's going to bring an excitement to that stadium where people, when it gets probably a little cooler out, will fill that stadium out because that is an exciting product, and I am here for all of it. Oh, I'll tell you what, the stadium, whether it's hot, cold, or raining, or, or whatever, this weekend coming up with Buffalo in town, you will see a packed stadium. You will see a lot of blue in there. There's going to be some Bills Mafia oh, yeah. all over that stadium. I get that because they travel well. But this is one of those weeks. If you weren't buying into the Mike McDaniel system, camp or when he was hired, why did we Why did we have McNerd as our coach? I heard it all. I saw the text machine. Uh, I, I've seen it. If you're not buying into what you just saw last week, even if it was just for about a quarter and a couple minutes of just let it loose, let it all hang out. We are losing by three touchdowns. Let's just do what we could do here and see what happens and not give up. Dude, this guy showed me a lot. And it wasn't just the 60-yard passes downfield or the 55-yard pass downfield or whatnot. How about the play call on, like, it was, like, second and nine or whatever, and they have the Chase Edmonds draw up the middle that goes for, like, 30. We, right. So you great know, that like, you mentioned right. that. One of the most underrated plays of that game, and I'm sure you've covered it on the Joe Rose and Zach show, but what a play call. This guy gets it. Miami's going to be an offensive player. Let's call it that. We're not going to call it a powerhouse yet, but we're going to call him a player in the NFL, and we're only going into week three, and the excitement uh Man, I just was been dying for a fantasy owner in South Florida because you know all you sometimes want to do as a fantasy person is get that double hit. Of course, right? And with the Dolphins, as we just illustrated, there hasn't been a double hit since Ricky Williams. Right. Okay, right? And Ricky Williams was exactly that. Now you have two. Okay, and we're gonna hold off on two, and we'll discuss him again. And I'm doing a little tease. I've learned from you over the years, but Waddle and Hill. Mm. My God, they're talented, yep. and they are obviously must-starts in all fantasy formats. And if you were the person who's from South Florida or anywhere in the country, and you're a Dolphins fan, and you're going to be like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick them on my fantasy team and see what happens," well, it's finally worked for you. The double whammy. That's right, unbelievable. So yeah, we got a lot to talk about, and we're gonna we're gonna dive right into the Dolphins stuff too as well. We're not just gonna stop talking about the Dolphins because we did for a couple minutes. We had a lot of unbelievable stuff happen uh, last week in fantasy. And obviously we start off every show talking about the stuff from last week. And the Dolphins do play the Bills coming up on Sunday. So maybe we should just start with that Bills game and the threats that that team has right now. Possibly the best quarterback in the league. And now Steph Diggs, by the way, talking about, oh, I know that you see Jefferson and Cooper Cup and you see this guy and Tyreek Hill. Don't forget about me and the stats I'm going to put up. Man, that Bills game last week was unbelievable to watch. Unbelievable to watch. Yes, it was. And uh, Steph Diggs, wow. 12 catches, 148 yards. And was that one but two? No, three touchdowns. Look, it's going to be a battle. And Miami's defense has got to come out and play for sure. But you are just saying the Bills right now – 
We've been saying the best quarterback, who's the best quarterback in the league. You know, I still say Pat Mahomes is still, in terms of just straight quarterback play, right. the best quarterback. But right now, Josh Allen's telling me, yeah, maybe you're wrong. They are basically the two of them in the AFC. It reminds me of like a Brady Peyton Manning situation. It's at the very beginning of this. But these two teams, at the end of the day, just seem like they're going to rise to the top. And at the end, there's going to be an AFC championship between the two of them. And it's just a rivalry that just screams out Brady versus Manning. And, uh, yeah, I mean, look, Josh Allen is special, okay? What he could do with his legs from a fantasy perspective has made him – he was the number one quarterback going in. We all knew it. And so far, within two weeks – oh, guess what? He's actually uh, the number – well, he's not the number one because of Lamar Jackson and Tua, but he's right there averaging 34 fantasy points through, wow. two, through two weeks. So, yeah, he's awesome, and we have a lot in terms of the Dolphins. I say we. We have a lot to worry about on the defensive end. But in terms of that game, uh, a lot of people are going to ask Gabriel Davis, right? He didn't play last week. He got an ankle injury on the Saturday practice, the day before, you know, excuse me, two days before he was playing on Monday night. So what do you do with Gabriel Davis? Well, my opinion is that if Gabe Davis was playing in that game, maybe Diggs would have, have three touchdowns. Right, maybe he gets two. And, and right. then Gabriel Davis gets one. The bottom line is if Gabriel Davis is a full blown go, you got to start him. And it's really based on how great Josh Allen has become. So if you drafted him, if he was had to be put on your bench, I'm recommending you put him right in your lineup as long as he's starting. We don't know yet. Uh, probably going to be something that lingers into the weekend. And so until you know officially on Sunday he's starting, once you get that, I give you the full green light because he's the big weapon there. So it's Diggs, it's Gabriel Davis, and it's Josh Allen. I still, Zach... I still don't like, from a fantasy perspective, any of the running backs there. Singletary got the most run, but he doesn't score touchdowns. Not at all, right. He's always, you know, that maybe the 40 to 50 rushing yards with zero touchdowns. That's not what you want to be doing. So there's really just three players on that end. But then we get into the Miami Dolphins. Right, right. And we get into the meat of this conversation, which is Tua. Unbelievable. It's Tua. I know, it's unbelievable. We have to talk about it. 469 yards. (laughs) 469 yards. That's ridiculous. Did Dan Marino ever do that? Once, I believe he tied it or something? Uh, he said six touchdowns at one time. Yardage-wise, I think there's been a couple of those maybe close to it. Right? I don't know. Because yeah. that number is gaudy. Oh, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Right, right. So he, look, we can't go through stats year to date when you're going through all your research uh, on your CBS, Yahoo, ESPN, whatever your platform is. You can't go and say, okay, year to date, oh, look, two is number two right now, right behind Lamar Jackson. You could, but it's obviously skewed. So the bottom line is Tua is going against, in my opinion, the best defense in the Buffalo Bills this weekend. If Tua does this, and what's this? If Tua puts up 275 yards and two touchdowns, that's my opinion of a good game oh, yeah, of course. against this defense. Yes, yes. Then we're going to have a very difficult conversation, not for this show, but for next week. Because then you ask the question, do I start Tua in a one-quarterback league where Tua was probably drafted to be your second quarterback? Right. That means you drafted somebody to be your first quarterback. And if it ends up being somebody like a Jalen Hurts, or if it ends up being like a Pat Mahomes, wow, you got good problems on your hand. Now, if you ended up drafting someone like Stafford to be your number one, 
oh, very easily we could put Tua in right, there. Right, right. At this but point, it, sure. But if you had one of those top, top players, the Lamar Jackson, the Jalen Hurts, the Josh Allens, the Pat Mahomes, wow, what do we do? Do we make a trade? Do we sell high? All things that we're going to discuss, but we're going to discuss it after this week. We're not right, gonna, right. We need not, another sample size. Got to be bigger than one game, right? I, I know. I'm with you, but there. it was not just one game. No, it, he's played well in, in in the first game. He had five or six plays that I'd love for him to take back. That's fine, but there hasn't been a time in these two games where he's hurt you. I'm he threw saying, a couple picks, but that's about it. I'm just saying it was not just one game. He had two ridiculous fantasy games in one game, right? Right, like right, right. 469, I'm not the math guy. You're the math guy. Right. That's like, let's call it 240 yards and three touchdowns per you know, game if you split that into two. Right. That's ridiculous. Right. 234 okay. and a half and three touchdowns in each game. Did you just right. do that? I did, yeah. By the way, there was no calculator. No. No, you Soft just really did that. I'm a numbers You're guy. You're a wasted talent. I am, totally. It should be like, uh, what's the guy in... Uh, with Tom Cruise uh, in that movie. Rain Man? Yeah, I should be the Rain Man. You could be Tom Cruise. Rain Man, I, you, Have you ever been t- told you look like Tom Cruise? No, I haven't been there told you go. that. Yeah, with my nose. Yeah. I, <laughs> thanks so much. Well, we did it for you. We wanted to I, make sure I was you going have. with a beautiful mind on that one. Just, you know, the numbers going right, through that my Right, that could be me also. No, okay, you're Rain Man. I like the I'll, Rain Man okay. thing better because they're winning cards and all that. Uh, so let's not stop there because uh, we talked about the Bills, the two wide receivers, and Dun, dun, dun! We had an appearance from Mike Gronkowski. Welcome back to the NFL. Like, I mean, holy moly. First off, if you really want to look at it, not from a fantasy perspective, the pass from Tua to, to, to Gronkowski was maybe the best pass of the game. It was the best pass I of mean, the game. I mean, unbelievable. He's, and catch, too. I got to give you know, him respect Oh, no, for that big catch. time. But right. the throw to be able to put a ball where only your player could catch it, where the defense has zero way of getting there. And knowing that guy's got amazing hands, man, Tua had a good game. I just we're all gonna smile and love about it. But Gronkowski, you're right; it had to be brought up. Uh, in Week Four, he was the fourth overall tight end, which shows because he only had four catches, 41 yards, and one touchdown. It just shows how weak that tight end position. It really is this year so far. It, so right. far, you know, you still have Mark Andrews and you still have Kelsey, and they are the elite. Darren Waller had himself a, finally a good game, six catches, 50 yards, and a touchdown himself. Right. But outside of that, man, the best after that was a guy named Ross Dwelly. I bet you don't know who he is. I n- don't. Nor should you because right. he had one catch for 38 yards and a one touchdown, and that person was the third-ranked uh, tight end of the week. So, uh, look, your tight ends need to score touchdowns to have value. That's where we're looking at. That's how the breakdown's happening so far. But I will take credit for something. The tight end nose pick of the week last week was Tyler Higby, seven catches for seventy-one yards, fourteen fantasy points. That's a nice day, not, right there. Not too shabby. No, that's a nice day right there. So the uh, tight end pick of the week last week for the nose did very well there. All right, so we're going to come back. We'll take a quick break here. You can text in three zero five five six seven zero five sixty. We'll get to your text messages here in the uh, second segment and throughout the show tonight as well. We still have a lot more to go over from last week before we dive into this week of the NFL. So we'll go through a couple more of those things uh, here at the 
next segment. This is Zach on the Nose, brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. By the way, after us tonight, Pittsburgh at Cleveland. It's a prime video game, so get those apps ready and everything uh, to go. If you need to go help your mom or your dad out or your uncle out or call them up and get them on your prime video, you got to make sure uh, you do that quickly. It's coming up right after us tonight. I believe it's an 8.15 kickoff, so right at 8 o'clock when we sign off will be the pregame show before that Pittsburgh and Cleveland. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Segment number two right after this. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 